This podcast contains material that is intended for mature audiences and may not be suitable for all listeners. Enjoy. I don't want to get on the bandwagon. I'll burn that wagon down and join the band. Traveling troubadours terrorizing street corners just to try to get some supper in our hands. Now I waited all my life to get this off my chest screen bloody murder until someone understands that it ain't about the money, the drugs, or the women. I make this noise just because I can. And we'll all join in to that original sin. So let's get rowdy and reckless. Let's get rowdy and reckless. Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of Old Man Strength, a podcast of the Tailgate Society, and brought to you by, well, the place we're sitting in right now, Revelton Distillery. I am Tim Johnson, joined as always by Chris Shipley. Chris, how are we doing today? We're doing well. Got a drink in my hand. Nice crowd here. We're excited to be here. Yeah, very good crowd. It's good to see uh, everyone show up. It's uh, a very beautiful day outside. Certainly, from my drive down, it's it's probably a good ten degrees difference. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, let's see. This is the epitome of Iowa weather. We had uh, <laughs> fifty degree weather yesterday. It's about thirty two today. It's going to be sixty tomorrow, and I think Monday it might be twenty. So. Yeah, that's, you know, it's the old saying of don't like the weather, wait five minutes. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine why everybody's sick. <laughs> well, Chris, how about this place? I'm really just blown away by what Rob and Christy have put together here. It is absolutely amazing in here. The high ceilings, the chandeliers. I mean, it's not what I would think is your typical distillery look when you walk in here. It, it really brings you back to the, to the 1920s. Yeah, it definitely has a, a different look than I think I was expecting. I think, you know, so many of the distilleries up in, in Minnesota have, have a lot more industrial look, whereas this is more cocktail lounge. Yeah, yeah, and the, uh, the menu that they have of cocktails are, are pretty uh, diverse. Uh, I'm drinking a hot toddy, which was... The manliest thing that I could find really <laughs> quick that I can handle. That you can handle. Right, yeah. yeah. I was going to say. Put an asterisk on that one. <laughs> I, I The line was too long. I, I didn't want to stand in line. I wanted to get going on So I'll have to take a break here so I can grab myself a drink at some point. Um, really looking forward to it. But, boy, this place is busy for a Saturday in the early afternoon. Right? I, I'm surprised that we had this many people that wanted to come and see us. I'm certain that we are the large draw based off of all of the confused looks we're getting. Uh. I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. Well, maybe it's because we haven't given their payment yet. <laughs> <laughs> Promised everybody $10 if they'd come. Uh, well, it looks like you're out a good chunk of money then. That's right. That's right. And, what a, you know, again, what a great day. And, and it's so nice to see a bunch of people in here and... Uh, and uh, you got to meet my wife. Yes, right? yes, yes. So, right? yeah. She's not as crazy as you thought. No, and no. She's, she's I, fully functional. She has eyes <laughs> that she can see. She's not blind. I did want to tell her to to just blink twice if she was in danger. <laughs> <laughs> she probably would have just. Had a spike. <laughs> Good. 
Good. Um, and we even have Ted Flint here. Ted Flint, the man with the plan from Tailgate Society, came down. Uh, I, I don't see that he's got a drink in his hand yet, so it's probably not a normal day for Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, I think he, he's got a, a, a full day, so I appreciate him taking some time to, to come on down. Um, oh, I, I, I'm just... This place just has so much activity. I could see why this place would be uh, a fun space to, to use for events, to rent out for private events, things like that as well. Yeah, I think that they, uh, they're gearing up for that. Uh, you know what's crazy about this place is they, they opened in January of 2021, you know, right in the middle of a pandemic, uh, and to open up a, you know, a bar and a distillery of all places. Um, but their business plan has done really well, and they've really grown through, through central Iowa. Uh and uh, couldn't happen to two nicer people, right? I mean, uh, and, you know, coming from their backgrounds of, of, of Rob being a civil servant and, and serving in the legislature and, and uh, Christy being a doctor, um, for them to, uh, to live their dream and, and do something like that, is, it's, it's kind of a nice inspiration for people, too, I think. So yeah. even, uh, we even have some friends down here from my high school that, uh, that heard about it, thought they'd come down. We had a little mini reunion going on. And uh, I think we might even have Sean Roberts here. Oh my Sean Roberts. goodness! It's good to see some some guests of the pod for sure. Right? Yeah. Fantastic. So, so we're super excited to to have everybody here, and and here he is, Sean Roberts, decided to stop by and pay us a visit. How are you, Sean? Oh, you guys Yeah. No. 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 So. Uh, we're happy to have you. Thanks yeah, for coming absolutely, down. Absolutely, man. I'm sorry that you're not drinking, but Kaylee can still oh, no, have a drink. We're, we're, we're drink. That's yeah, my man. We, we made it over a month. So. There you go. Nice. Kaylee, it's nice to meet you, too. Yeah, so thanks for coming down. Yeah, of course. So, uh, some great drinks here. And uh, yeah, Rob and Christy, I went to high school with, Sean. So okay, cool. that's how that's how I know them. And so, yeah, you'll, you'll, have a nice, uh, you'll have a nice drink. So, yeah. Thanks for coming down. Yeah, come on over. <laughs> Well, you know, now we made it, so yeah, oh. that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The guy that made minimum wage and kicks, I know I got fired. That's funny. I, it was it was fun to listen to some KXNO uh, on the drive down this morning. Get back to some of that Central Iowa radio that I haven't heard in a long time. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was good, but uh, well, you know they had this thing called iHeart where you can like listen to that wherever. I know. You made fun of me for some technology challenges about five minutes before we started recording, and you don't even know what iHeartRadio is. Um, no, that's <laughs> that's fair. Uh, it's different though when you're listening to it in the environment, in my opinion. That's true. Right? Yeah. What? Yeah, uh, when you know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I had I had forgotten that this was. I'm so out of touch with Central Iowa. I forgot that this was state wrestling. Oh, I, I had not. No, I, yeah. I will say I used to work at a company that was downtown, um, and I do kind of miss being downtown when the tournaments are going on because there's just so many people and so many things going on. It is kind of nice. I do miss that a little bit, um, uh, especially the, the state wrestling tournaments because, yeah. you know, the amount of cauliflower here that you saw <laughs> walking around the skywalks every every day was pretty pretty epic. I, uh, I uh, was grabbing a... Uh, coffee this morning and the kid in, in front of me uh, just seemed so clueless that I was getting a little annoyed with him because I really needed that coffee and then I went 
Uh, he's a wrestler. <laughs> We're gonna have to be patient with him. Right. <laughs> Poor kid probably finally gets to eat something. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> he's overwhelmed by the menu. What do I want to eat here? And you're pressuring. It's not, that's not cool. That's true. Yeah. No. It was. It was fun to see the, the city uh, have that energy. Um, you know, for as much as I come down to, to visit my folks, I usually don't get too far out of Ankeny, so it was kind of fun to spend more time yeah. in Des Moines and see how much it changed. And so when did your same. folks move to Ankeny? My folks moved to Ankeny um, 2003, maybe? It's, yeah. it's been close to 20 years ago. They, But they moved out of, they moved out of central Iowa like the month after I graduated from high school. Oh, okay. Or out of Eastern Iowa to Central okay, Iowa. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Out of Eastern Iowa to Central Iowa. So, you know, I have not been inside my childhood home since like a month after I graduated. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, my, I graduated. We were just talking. I was just talking about this, Caitlin. At some point, we'd like to I'd like to take her down to Southern Iowa, where I kind of lived a little bit, and take her down to some farms that we lived on or whatever. We, um... We ended up moving. I, I moved probably seven times from the time I was in kindergarten until second grade. Mm-hmm. Like we moved from this farmhouse to this place to this place and whatever. And then we moved to Des Moines. And then we lived in a house in Des Moines uh, since I was probably in fourth grade until I was a senior. And then my parents moved to a house right next door. <laughs> and I will tell you, moving to a house right next door is the absolute worst. Because dad is a cheapskate. Well, we don't even need to rent a truck. We can just carry all this shit from one house to the other. <laughs> you know, now, as a fat kid, that sounded like a terrible fucking idea. It turns out I was right. Right? So, I mean, you talk about moving box per box per box per box, right? And then carrying a couch from one house to the other. Right next door. It was brutal. I, but it's right next door. I mean, it's... I, I, I get it. I mean, as an adult now, <laughs> I get it. But as a fat kid who thought, i got to move all this shit, this is terrible. I mean, I, I remember one time in, in college, um, my friend said, hey, can you help me move my girlfriend's couch into her dorm? It's on... Uh, so in Friley, like, second floor might mean one set of stairs, or it might right. actually mean, like, four sets of stairs. Yeah. And so it was the four sets of stairs, not... But when you just say second floor, when you lie to me about Friley knowing that there's a secret, you get me into it. And right. then when it turns out that it's a hide-a-bed, not a couch, <laughs> I was not very happy about either of those things. We, well, all right, so we'll tell our first Melbourne story. Okay, let's so, we're living in this house that we just moved into, and my dad had this brilliant idea. He bought, my dad could buy anything, right? So he bought this hot tub, bathtub, this big bathtub that was a hot tub and a jacuzzi type thing. Oh, sure. And he wanted to remodel the bathroom down there. He wanted to remodel the basement, part of the basement downstairs, and put it down there. So we picked this thing up, and we're going to take it downstairs. And we're going down the stairs, and it's pretty, a, pretty much of a steep, you know, staircase. And sure enough, that fucker gets wedged right up in the ceiling <laughs> and the stairs. Oh, yeah. It's wedged, and we no, cannot he, move. If he tells us to leave, we can leave. And I'm like, I, yeah, we got to pull this out. Well, we can't pull it out. So he goes and he buys, or he goes and gets the chainsaw out of the garage. And he cuts a notch out of the ceiling. And we slip that fucker down, and it gets, and we put it in the room. 
the day we moved out of there, that tub was still sitting down there, never hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the worst patch job on that scene I've ever saw in your life. And it was three years later. <laughs> to this day, it make fun of you. Be like, damn, dude. We cannot. Like, we moved this fucking thing down here. You tore half the ceiling out to get this down here. Now we're not even going to hook this thing up? Yeah, that is... Uh... That is ridiculous. I'm I'm a big, I'm a firm believer. If it takes, would you like to sample some of my nuts? <laughs> you know, I, I, for everybody. Sure. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think it would be fun to have some of the guys come up. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a group here from uh, my previous appointment that has some pretty embarrassing stories to tell um, about themselves, not me. I don't have any embarrassing stories. Yeah, I'm sure you've never done any. And then I have another guy that you know I've worked with for a long time. That our favorite story is, is I like to share. We'll have to tell that story. Okay. It's, a, it's a good one. Uh, so, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah. yeah. No, what I was saying is uh, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in if you can't get it in there without a whole lot of work, don't put it in there. I, I, get, I know a lot of women have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the not, second, not the, sec- the second, the second, the second half anyway. <laughs> not, not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> I was exaggerating for for entertainment purposes. Actually, <laughs> I've never had a woman say that. Oh, all right. Oh. Man, that threw me for a loop. I was not ready for that. There's some berries there, right? I know. Tweed and berries. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of a crazy year. Uh, had my review at my job the other day. Oh, got a got a glowing review. You know, I haven't seen. Do they have any clue what you do? Uh, well, they claim to, but you know. But the the nothing. Without diving into too much. The beauty of it was is that uh, I, it was a prorated merit increase. Oh, of course. So, um, needless to say, I was not blown away by the numbers. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I, I, I literally like almost logged off. I was like, I can't believe how paltry this is. It's ridiculous. So, uh, it, it's always entertaining to me. Like even, even. Raises I thought were pretty good once I calculated the difference per paycheck and suddenly realizing, oh, right, sweet, one more right meal. At least, <laughs> at least somewhere I could go. Oh, that's a tank of gas a week. <laughs> yeah, that's this true. This one might be a sandwich at Casey's. Oh, fantastic. Ted Flint, how are you, man? Good, good. In your, in your party. When do we start doing shots? It's only 1247. <laughs> You know, start doing shots of honey whiskey. Honey, honey vodka. Okay, oh, good. man. That's like, the best shot here, I think. Yeah. Can we, can we, like, rake them? Or anything mulberry gin? Well, oh. I, I don't know that I can do a shot of gin. I was going to say, I, we've talked about this on Tailgate Society before. There's, like, three of us that actually like gin. Myself included. I don't but, like gin. I like that gin. Yeah. No, this is the only gin I can drink is the mulberry gin. So, you know, I'm not sure if I've ever had, like, actual gin made properly. To me, that's a me problem. That that could yeah, be. That, that, could, that, that, not, could, that could gin be. that's not out of a cooler with, like, <laughs> and ice, that may or not been like like you know clean. Yeah. And people are just scooping cups into it. That probably is a me problem. Um. So, I mean, I'm having the mulberry gin. Uh, 
mule right now. So that's not bad. Oh, fantastic. Good, yeah. I've made that at home before. You know, you were spot on too with that Sprite and Mulberry Gin. That's really good. That's dangerous. That's that was spot on because I was struggling with finding what else to make with it. And man, that was anything with Sprite. Everything, yeah. everything I drink goes with Sprite. Like Captain Morgan Sprite, Black Velvet Sprite. Maybe not gin. I don't know. Champagne Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like, I water my drinks down, which everyone thinks is like a sign that I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it makes the hangovers not bad. So like, I basically like, I'm, I put a uh, Black Velvet with a little bit of seven up and a bunch of water. And all the bartenders like know that drink now in my small town. And. Uh, one of them calls it a shit nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it should be like, it's a good thing that I have a drink named that me or it's a bad thing because it's called a shit nasty. Like, yeah, I was going to say, they, yeah, they call it that because when you're not there, that's what they call you probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's nice living in a small town. Like, I go in, I go to the bathroom, and I come back and there's a drink waiting on me. So, that is nice. You know, that, that is nice. Sometimes I don't need that drink, but it's always there waiting on me. Half of my regulars closed uh, like completely during COVID, so I don't yeah. really have like some go-to places where people yeah. know my name or, or know my drink, but there used to be a couple where they would see me pull up and I already start getting yeah. my drink ready for me. Yeah. This, this place, I've been here, I don't know, probably three or four times just this year, just to come down hang out and have a on Saturday afternoon, so I've yet to come down when they have some music. I, imagine I was just talking to Sean Roberts about that, like how, like, there's no music in here. It's like it's like eerily quiet almost. Yeah, they they usually do it. Uh, I think at like four o'clock. Oh yeah, they always have live yeah. bands here. But like even just something played gently over the top. That's what I'm saying, like, mind you, love this place. They're our main sponsor. Yes. Do what they want to do. Not, not criticizing. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> no, but it, it it is. But it it. it you can definitely hear kind of all the other conversations going on. Um, this place is. I'm still just blown away by how lively it is for yeah, for Saturday, Saturday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Well, and I was just talking sure about that. Yeah, that's sure that's because of us. That's yeah, yeah. obviously. I mean, I mean. Well, me mostly, but yeah. Mostly, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the guy from Minnesota really drove him in here. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend Rick, and I need to find out if Rob still does the Saturday morning things where you can come down and like work for two hours, like putting logo like uh, the stickers on the bottles. Oh, sure. And he told, oh, really? He told me and if you did that for two hours, they would serve you lunch and then you get a free bottle. Oh, and like, that's, like an, that's an easy two hours for me. Like, well, we had uh, we had I had a, a charity event last week and he donated. Uh, up to five guys could come down and do a distillery and do a distillery for a day, and that was a, that was a pretty cool thing. I, I really wouldn't have been able to do that. You come down, you distill for the day, you have breakfast, you have lunch, then hors d'oeuvres and drinks at the end of the day, and so on. So it was it was kind of a cool thing. So it's a good thing to come down with your buddies and hang out. Yeah, exactly. I'm really shocked at how much people are here. Yeah, this is it's like blowing my mind a little bit. Like I don't know why I thought this wouldn't be. Busy on Saturday. I, no, I, you know. I mean, state it, wrestling is this weekend, though. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. And that's, and that's tonight. So, I mean, there's like a lot of people that just. That's where a lot of us are. We are only 30 minutes from Des Moines. That's true. So, you just jumped on the interstate and put one down. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, I think about any place I've been going, it seems like every place has been really kind of quiet, even on a Friday yeah. evening. Yeah. To see something this lively on a Saturday afternoon is great to see. Especially in a, in a town 
like OCO 11, it's close enough to Des Moines that you get that, but far enough away that it's still it's I'll, think, I'll get your cell phone so I can start texting and you can go out for the debauchery that is the diaper party. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> nothing good comes from this group of people. Like, <laughs> like meeting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at a bar, like... That sounds like a good time. Oh, yeah, it's going to get a little sloppy, I'm sure. Like, I like that, like, and I probably should have picked a bar that has food. I'm pretty sure the cake stand doesn't have food. Yeah, I, they do. Do they? Yeah, the cake they? stand has food. Yep. There we go. I've been there. I've been there watching Iowa State game before. They have food. That's, yeah, that's they have food. Yeah. There you go. That's one thing that's off my off my. That place board. is gigantic too. It doesn't look as big out from the outside, but that place is yeah. huge. Lots of games. We just want to get drunk and like play like uh, ski ball and pool. There you and, go. And shuffleboard. Hopefully, there's a shuffleboard table there. There's it's been a couple years since I've been there. I was gonna say there's so many of these places like. You know, People were asking me, I came down with friends, you know, like, what about this place, this place? I'm like, I, it's changed so much even just in the last well, five years. You're from Minnesota, so they probably don't have trouble, but you probably actually go outside and curling <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> like, like, you like... Next to your shanty while you're... There's, like, probably, like, a freaking ice, like, ice, like, spot behind every bar where you've got needed curling. There is no shuffleboard. Um... There are there are some curling clubs up there uh, that are, are a lot of fun too. Right? You know, like, yeah. I mean, I fall down not on ice, so like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, I need to get those special. I suppose they have shoes for them. I don't think it would matter to me. Yeah. Because like they just like glide down, like, and they're leaning forward on a brush as they're like sliding down the ice, like. Yeah, glide is not a word that anyone has used in the same sentence for me. I don't know. No, um, that would take some grace and balance. And I, I, don't, I, don't have I, don't, any I don't glide into rooms. I don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't pull a Chris Collinsworth and just kind of glide right into. No, I'm very much a bull. Is that what you guys I, do? Say, I'm, I'm, I'm more a Kool-Aid man. Yeah, I'm a bear, I'm a bear in a china shop. Like, That's what my dad used to call me when I'd walk through the kitchen. You're like a bull through a china shop. You know, like I'm dumb so, like bear. So dumb like bear. And then I told that someone recently, and they got mad because they said bears are smart. And I'm like, are they? Like, like, I'm not going to challenge one to a debate. I've seen them waving. Right? I've seen the bear waving <laughs> right. in the cast, so I'm not wrestling one. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Go full Jackie Moon, wrestle bear. <laughs> no. Oh, by the way, this new uh, HBO series on the on the Lakers. Yeah. Have yeah, you that seen really this good. thing? Yes, I did. Looks yeah. really good. I mean, must hope it's good. Will Ferrell and the director are no longer friends over it. So, really? Wow, I did not hear this story. Yeah. Are you serious? No, I didn't hear this. No. Because he wanted to be Jerry Buss, and like, and he thought like that guy and the director they made Charlie Knights and other guys and yeah, all those movies together. McKay. So he wanted to be Jerry Buss, and then he basically cast his best friend in real life, you know, John C. Riley, yeah, Jerry Buss, and then didn't tell Ferrell. And Phil found out like through the trades. Oh, I did wow. not hear the story. Not at all. Wow. They were a production company together. I was gonna say it's it's not just that they've made films together; they actually produced together. Not anymore. Because didn't they both didn't they start Funny or Die together too? I think so. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause, like I like Will Ferrell, but I don't think he could have been Jerry Butts. No. You know? I don't. I wasn't sure about John C. Riley, but from the but from the previews, I think he's gonna pull. I, the whole thing is weird because you've got these legends. Like, how do you find someone to play Magic Johnson? Or yeah. 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 What's his name? Bill Bunham or whatever is playing the Larry Bird from. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. From eighth grade and uh, inside Netflix, I didn't watch. Yeah. Where they would fuck up my mental health more than it already is. 
right? Like my my friend got me this shirt last night, the sweatshirt that says something. What's the sweatshirt even say? Yeah, my life's a dumpster fire, but it's okay. It's like, I, I saw the picture of that on Twitter. And as I'm unwrapping it last night, we had to do like a late Christmas routine. He goes, I'm just real glad that you haven't pulled your life out of the shitter yet. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the shirt still, shirt, shirt is like, so the shirt still flies. I'm like, is that, is that a compliment? That's great. <laughs> so I was going to wear that today. And I'm like, well, I'm eating raw, gravel tin. Like, maybe not convey that my life shit <laughs> <laughs> to the advertiser no no he can just hear that later yeah. like yeah like I mean just maybe like maybe maybe just try to think that I'm doing okay you know? <laughs> one of the best one of the best shirts I got was on my birthday one year from a good friend of mine I pulled it we were at Buzzard Billy's having dinner and I grabbed it and said fuck you I got enough friends He's like, I saw this shirt, and I was like, oh, that's Shipley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friends do that all the time whenever I introduce him. I have a good friend that's not online. Whenever I introduce him to someone offline, he's like, I don't care. I got my friends. <laughs> he's like, I don't, need, I don't even know any of your internet friends, Ted. I don't need to I'm like, okay, fine. It is, it is weird, people that don't have any social media presence whatsoever. Yeah. I do. Because there's so many of these people. I mean, we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. This is the first time we've met. Like, yeah. like I've I mean, got plenty of friends that have become good in re- real life friends right. that I, I didn't know for ten yeah. years. My my friend Tim Hine has no social whatsoever. To the point where I, I borrowed his phone one day and I looked at his phone and his text messages had a number eighty five next to it. And I was like, Tim. Do you know what that number means? No. There's 85 fucking people waiting for you to answer them back. One of them is me, by the way. He's like, oh, I didn't know that's what that number meant. Are you fucking serious? How do you not know what that number means? My old man has a, has a freaking watch. That's, the text messages go to the watch. And he still went on answer text messages. And it's infuriating. I'm like, what's like You get beeped on your wrist. Right. Yeah. To see it. Yeah. I had to, I had to, to train my dad to like respond because it because even if I didn't ask you a question like no response for weeks makes yeah. me like I'm just, also, just I'm, also right. I'm also very bad about that like, you know, like, like I'm drinking that night I might see something and I'm like oh god okay, okay, okay. which I got you guys always know like you're like you'll tell me something like remind me tomorrow when I'm not drunk yeah oh yeah, like, yeah. I'm, gonna need, I'm gonna need another reminder after 8 o'clock this shit's not sticking I I have definitely I had. Never even clicked on this message. You should have left a notification there. <laughs> right, right. That's the mistake that I make, and then it's like two weeks later. I was like, oh look, Brian text message. Oh, he needed something from me. Yeah. Yep. Don't remember that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I get a lot of have that. Talk about this fancy coffee press that you brought, Chris. <laughs> I'm confused at what this is. Because he's it, like anything that Tim does. It's a shot at me and making fun of me. Of my lack of knowledge of culture. So what is this thing? So this is a French press. Okay. okay. Um, but, what's that do? Uh, so, <laughs> is that like a French tickler? Uh, c- kind of, <laughs> for your coffee. <laughs> uh, no, so do you put in, in, coffee in this thing first? In, in America, we call them freedom ticklers. Okay, okay, so, <laughs> so do you pour hot coffee in this thing first? So you, you put your coffee grounds and you pour your hot water and you let them steep and then you press them and okay, then you, you get your coffee. Steep is warm the water up? You put hot water, and so that's warming the coffee, the ground coffee. Like tea. Yeah, kind of. But American tea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I got on the French press. So then it soaks the beans. 
Yeah, so... Are you supposed to grind the beans? So they are ground. They're a coarse grind. But you said okay. they weren't. You said beans. Right, well, yeah. Coarse ground beans, yes. Okay. So you put coffee powder in there. Yes. I just like scoop full of Folgers in this thing. It'd be a little <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you in theory you could. You want beans and then put it in there. I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction. Yes, yes, yes. You, you can, it's okay so, to so, see so, what so I'm right when I'm right. So you need, you need two, two contracts. You need a grinder and this thing. Yes. Or if you go to... It's an awful lot of work for coffee. That's not even the, the effort I go through in the morning. I, coffee is a ritual for me. Yeah. But that's not why I got him this. Yeah, okay. I got him this because uh, there was a Dave Portnoy vi- uh, video... Yeah. Barstool guy. Yes. You're a Barstool person. I'm not. He is. Okay. Well, there was a video. Okay. And Dave's drinking out of this exact one. Okay. And Chris says to, on Twitter, I want that, that coffee pot. I don't know what century it's from. It looks old. So I take a still of the video, do a Google lens search, find the thing. It's a lot of work went into this thing. Yes, yes. This is a, this is a a, a a long troll job, okay. not just a now single one. Now you got the copy Now you gotta make him. Sh- now you need him a video of him using it. I do want. Oh well, trust me, Caitlin. If it's gonna make fun of me, Caitlin will have a video. Oh good. Make yeah. a video of him yeah. trying to like work it. That's fine. Yeah. That's why you and Josh, my, our friend, are very similar. Like my <laughs> friend Josh brought his own crepe pan to a house because yeah. no pans there were good enough to make his crepes. Yep. Yep. I I completely get that. And then he left the crepe pan. There. Yeah. I mean, like I have, I I brought in my own coffee set up to the brewery so I can make coffee there in the morning. Similar to my coffee set up at home, I have one ready for traveling so I can make my own coffee. Um. I just, I, I need coffee like I need. I need my coffee. I'm very not functioning. Yeah. I, I don't drink very much coffee. I drink like maybe like three fourths of a cup throughout the day. I just need like that initial like bump. You know what's funny? Cocaine's not socially acceptable anymore. So. No, 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 not <laughs> anymore. Wait, wait, wait. Getting the kids ready for school. <laughs> All right, give me a second, guys. All right. <laughs> Just like flying through the school line, don't even stop. We're not stopping. Jump and roll. You got, you got your snow pants on. Aim for a snow pile. We'll be fine. Uh, yeah, no. I don't think cocaine would be a good idea for most of the day. No. Yeah, that seems like a bad idea. I mean, it'd probably be more of a morning drug, though. Like, you get you, you get you going in the morning, I would imagine. I, that, right? I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. This isn't America anymore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is Biden's America. You can't do morning coke. <laughs> 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 hey, sweet and low, I got something uh, nice. Right. Sure, this near coffee, your coffee press. No kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I only one cup this morning, and I'm doing pretty good. Usually on the weekends, I'm a three to four cup guy. I have a cup, I have a cup or a cup and a half early. If I have coffee at like three o'clock, I am irritable. It's weird, but yet I can have a can of Monster at five o'clock, not be irritable. So explain that. That's that is crazy. I I did for the longest time. Uh, I don't drink much Monster. I'm just saying like it doesn't affect me like coffee. Yeah. I did for the longest time. Uh, I would drink coffee all day long, when I was at work. and now I'm like I have one cup of coffee and I can't, I can't have any in the afternoon. It's a sign of old man. I can't, I, can't, I just can't do it. I'm up all night. 
My dad drinks a pot before he even gets out of the house. My dad used to, he'd drink it all day long. That was thick, heavy, middle of July, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, he's drinking coffee. It's crazy. Yeah, so Tim needs a drink, so we brought him a menu so he can finally get up to up to speed here. Yeah, you get, you're gonna get Rob over here and get him on the show. <laughs> What's that? You get Rob on this? Yeah, we'll get Rob and Christy on. We'll bring Sean on here in a little bit. And uh, I was not we bring these. These are the guys I used to work with. So I was they have all kinds of old stories. They ordered it from there. I guess you can order it from there. Yeah, we're, no we're discussing this. I'll oh, step out. You can grab somebody else here. Right. Thanks for stopping me. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Good deal. You need to stop me. All right. Excellent. No, she's always going to think it's her turn. Of course, because Caitlin's going to sit down because it's always about Caitlin. Well, I think we need a selfie, the three of us. Okay. Why? Because you're part of this? Yeah. It's called an ussy. An ussy? Yeah. Oh wait, let me do the duck lips. <laughs> Three fingers is gang signs? No, that's like the what, what like Snoop do like that. This is this is where this is gonna turn into already. Probably. <laughs> By the way, you have an assignment from Tim. Uh, he got this this French press. Oh yeah, I was just talking about this last uh, weekend. So you're gonna have to take a video of me trying to figure out how to use it. Oh, you should use the Colombian coffee that Daniel brought you. That's the best way to drink it. Daniel brought him coffee beans from Colombia that he picked himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Please drink it. I was drinking a hot toddy. Hey, get your mouth I'm off my drink. I'm smelling it. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> See what I have to deal with, Tim? I'm not surprised. Yeah, I know. She's, she's so deprived. She's like, give me a break. I'm living rent-free in my house. Eat my food. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you this. So the boys came home Thursday night. Uh-huh. She has some breakfast sandwiches in the freezer. Boys ate them. Right. The boys ate them in the middle of the night. So I felt bad. So I said, I'm going to Venmo you $5 so you can stop somewhere and get some breakfast on the way to work. Okay. So then an hour later, I go in, there in the freezer. There's a whole new box in there that aren't touched. So when she got home, I said, did you know there was a whole new box of breakfast sandwiches in there? She's like, yeah. So you still took my $5 when you could have just got the breakfast? It's the principle. <laughs> they should not be eating food you that's said, not theirs. You could have said, Dad, I don't need your $5. I mean, I know you've never said that phrase in your entire life. I but, know Dad, but, Dad, I'm not working right now. So that $5 went to gas so no, that I can teach precious children. No, I didn't have my wallet. I didn't have my wallet. On my way to work the other day, yeah. I what? left it at school. Won't you think about the kids? Yeah. Think about the kids. <laughs> right. it's for the kids. And then I ate the free breakfast that's at school for the kids. So you did eat breakfast and you took my five dollars. Yeah, I ate at school. I'm racking it up, man. I'm just gonna add it to the list, and when I get old, living in old folks' homes, you're gonna pay for it. Oh, I'm not putting you in an old folks' home. The basement's free, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a stairs. Oh, there's a big screen TV. We'll get you the chairs that go up those stairs. Nice. Yeah. Right. Wait, wait. And it sounds like you're really going to be. You're teaching. You're not going to have that kind of money. Well, that's why I'm marrying rich. Oh, uh, does Daniel know that? <laughs> yes, he knows the terms. <laughs> My uh, 
my uncles used to tell my sister all the time to marry rich and her husband's name is rich and they're like I <laughs> think you misunderstood <laughs> I'm confused by this whole thing of like exit interviews and teaching kids how to budget and oh, yeah, shit right. like that. Yeah. Like, like we didn't have that. This oh, school. we didn't have a class to teach us about budget. They just said, "Here's some computer software." But it, but I mean, even that they didn't. You ever, you ever, uh, you ever seen a high school that requires kids before they can graduate to have volunteer hours? Uh, that is not something that I am familiar with at all. Right, yeah. Standard in about every high school. Yeah, I, which seems to go completely against what the GOP stands for. Right? <laughs> but that's time for another whole. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've I've learned quite a bit. Uh, how much schools have changed with my kid now? She uh, last weekend, she Super Bowl Sunday, she decided to get sick. Yeah, like all over. I think it was just something she ate. She was fine by Monday morning. She didn't have a fever. She never had any other symptoms. She just got sick. Yeah. Monday was Valentine's Day. She was feeling really good. She really wanted to go. She went to school. She happened to tell someone that she had been sick yesterday. They called me. You got to come pick her up. I'm like, but she's fine. She has no symptoms. Like, she's got no fever. She's got no other symptoms. I'm like, cool. So we're good, right? No, you need to come pick her up. And I get that they're trying to exercise an abundance of caution right now, but I remember when I was a kid, I was in the nurse's office because I had gotten sick. The reason I got sick is because I watched another kid get sick and it made me get sick. And that other kid, the nurse called him in and said, did you get sick? He goes, yeah. How do you feel now? Fine. Okay, go back to class. Like, completely different mentality. Right. Well, and I I think with uh, everything going on in the state of our world, it happens, and we actually, um, I I had a kid get sick. Uh, Poor thing, just too much chicken nuggets at lunchtime. And he went to the nurse, and the nurse said, how are you feeling? And he says, I feel fine now. And she's like, well, I would hope so after how much you puked. And I didn't think he would come to school the next day, but our nurse said, he didn't have any fevers. He doesn't have any symptoms. He felt immediately fine afterwards. He can come back to school. But at school, if he were to feel sick in any way, they would send him home immediately. And he turned out to be fine. It's, it's all up to the nurse's discretion, I think, at each school and the policy. Well, you know, I have a story for everything, too. Of course. <laughs> so, when um, I was in... I know where this is going. <laughs> this is my favorite story. I was in elementary school. Uh, I had, uh, I got an upset stomach and I went to the office. You know, and, and back then, if you had a stomach ache, the nurse just gave you some milk and crackers and then you were on your way. Yeah. 
So I ate some milk and crackers and then proceeded to go in the bathroom and I threw up. And I threw up and I also had a little bit of diarrhea that I ended up having in my own pants. So I'm sitting in the office waiting for my parents and I'll never forget the principal walked by me and they had this air freshener thing on the wall and he walked over and he pushed the button and all you heard for a straight 45 seconds was <laughs> the air pressure shooting out for a straight 45 seconds and I was so embarrassed I was like oh my god my mom is going to get me it was so bad I didn't I actually have never heard that story I thought you were going to tell the story about the concrete mixer oh no that's that was, that was I was much older and a lot I, I smarter I thought you know puking and right. I thought we were talking no, going into I've the told concrete that story. mixer story I've told that story before. You have. You have. Yeah, so, that story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. You submit pictures. Well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, I'll go take pictures for you. Thanks, I appreciate it. This is you just giving me a hint that you yes, want to talk to someone yes. else. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm the favorite guest. I already know. Yeah. So. Oh, right. I know. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. I didn't realize they serve uh, charcuterie boards down here, so that's you can come down and have some charcuterie. And, so, would you guys come down here and take a seat? No, I want you down here. <laughs> you and you and Dyer especially, I want down here. There, you said your name hey, again. Hey, thanks for not saying my name on uh, your very public like, podcast. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a thousand Dyer. Yeah, I'm sure there's a thousand Dyer. Hey, and I, I have to apologize. There's seven people that listen to this are not going to know So, and I have to apologize because I came down with my uh, my 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 nut tray. <laughs> Yeah, which is uh, let me clarify, like a snack from the from the bar here. Right. I had no idea you guys were recording. I thought you were just sitting there bullshit. <laughs> so I came back and I, you know the the big ass red light on the microphone didn't like you know draw any attention at all. I know so. when you walked over, you you guys want some of my nuts, and I was like. <laughs> Well, we're five minutes in on this podcast already. No, I was, I was just like, well, we just got ourselves a new opening. Right? <laughs> well, sitting with us are a couple of my friends from an old job that I'll have that will be uh, nameless. Nameless. Uh, nameless. Anonymous. Uh, one, one, of the, one of my pod mates and then one of my old uh, supervisors. So thanks for coming down and checking yeah. out Repetite, guys. Yeah, thank you for uh, the invite. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, always nice to see you guys and... And this is the portion of where we tell good stories and fun stories about Chris, not embarrassing stories. He, yeah, he, he claims oh. there are no embarrassing stories oh, about it. So we're going to wrap this up then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, Don, you're at the point where right, 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 it's time to go. This will be the shortest podcast we've ever had. You bet. Oh, oh man. man. Make sure these I think guys you've, I think you've told most of them already. I, you know, I was, I was telling uh, Mike uh, that Caitlin and I were going somewhere and we drove by the old building. Yeah. And we drove... And so it proceeded to tell me the story of when I broke your desk drawer. Oh, when you fell over? Fell out of a chair? Yeah, so I don't think Tim's heard this story. So we had these cubicles, and uh, uh, Della Gardell was right next to me. Oh, well, all right. (laughs) There ain't ain't a bunch of us, I'll tell you that. (laughs) You never heard of that small company we used to name for What is your brother's name? I don't have funny nicknames for you guys. I'm not Trump. I don't, I mean, you want to come up with some? No, I'm fine. All right. So, uh, so anyways, he always had some nice candy in his, in his drawer in between us. And we were on a... So, was on a, so you didn't bother to get up. You just, you tried to reach. Well, it was See, a you minute. You wanted the picture painted. No. <laughs> it was minimal effort. It was. I was. I was.
was working, okay? I was on a call, which I'm tied to the PC with a, with a wired headset. So I'm leaning, trying to lean over to get, I don't know, some candy. Yeah. And the, the chairs had wheels underneath of them. And the chair flipped out from underneath me, and I landed right on that desk drawer. And I mean, I bent the fuck out of it. Oh, man. I was, I mean, I was pushing 360 at the time. Yeah. And you know, so, and you know, obviously... We made it. We had a joke back in the day that he was Big Chris and I was Little Chris. Right. And then he lost all the weight, and then it flipped, and I was Big Chris and he was Little Chris. But uh, so this is back when he was still Big Chris. And you know, when like a big person falls down and you don't want to laugh. <laughs> Partially because he thought he was going to have to help like, me up. Well, yeah. like, you, you, really, you really hope he's okay because you know you're going to laugh and yeah. you don't want to be the asshole for laughing at the guy so, that's exactly. really hurt. Right? It, 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 was it like loud enough that other people it came running well, over? So it was like, yes. Yeah. Up, yes. I was about ten feet away. There was no question you know, at all about what happened. You know when the so go- when the gophers pop up in cubicle land? Oh yeah, that's that's what was going on. So, so I grabbed the chair. I'm pissed, right? I'm still on the phone. I fling the chair down the hallway, and I get off the call. And everybody's like, "Are oh, you all right? You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Let's just move on. I don't want to talk about it." Well, what happened? I don't want to talk about it. Right? Let's move on. No, seriously, what happened? I was trying to get candy out of the drawer and I fell over. So, so I think it's over, right? It's over. Can't get the drawer shut. But it's over. That drawer was never the same again. <laughs> so about, I don't know, 20 minutes later, I get, some a, things, man. I get an IM from my manager. I need you to come into my office. So I go in there and I sit down and he says, uh, Chris, uh, he pulls out this piece of paper for me. He's like, we got a document to get to. No, no, really, we don't have to. He's like, no, by company policy, we have to, we have to document in case there's an injury. Or, I'm telling you right now, it's okay. We do not have to write this down. I will never go in front of a judge and claim any of this happened. Like if you think I'm gonna go get you know, workman's comp on this, I'm not. I'm too embarrassed. And he was like, he's like, well. I, I, you know what happened? So you know, well, I was trying to get candy and I fell over and I broke the desk. And, and you know, like that Winnie the Pooh story when he eats too much honey and he gets stuck in the hole. It's like that kind of a deal. So it was not. It was. It wasn't any fun. I I can appreciate the idea of stifling laughter because, like, you want to make sure he's okay. Too. Yeah. Um, you're, you're definitely trying to find a balance in between yeah. that. Right. You know, yeah. Passion and hilarious. You know, right. right? So. But I mean, as as a dad, I regularly lose that balance and laugh at my kid all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not my dad. He'd get pissed. That you hurt yourself? Yeah. He'd get mad. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you, you were too stupid? And that's yes, exactly. How <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid are you? You're, you know, you're embarrassing. You know, in, in a kind way. I don't mean that he was, you know, he, oh, was, yeah. Just, yeah. he was that pissed that my that his own kid was that stupid. <laughs> that it uh, kind of just pissed him off. Whose kid are you? Right. <laughs> my, my dad would always give the, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Right. There'd be plenty of times I'd be, I think back now and go, I can see why he was pissed. Because I'd be pissed too. I'd be really pissed off. Yeah. So, so I'm going to tell a story. I don't think you've told this one before, but I could be wrong. Okay. So back when we sat together, we started collecting. 
they were, you know, like the little packs of like sports cards and that kind of stuff. Oh, sure. So oh, yeah. there were these little packs of Star Wars. They were like little ships <laughs> that you would like punch out and put together, like little models. It was a card game. It was a little like a card game. Yeah. And we, two of us, oh, and another guy that sat near us, just like bought tons of these things. I think I'm getting and my virginity back. <laughs> <in here. laughs> yes, yes, you are. We, uh, you were just mad because you were in a different area. <laughs> <laughs> You had moved to the new building by this time. Yeah. So you must mean something different when you say mad than I do. Because, you know, I, I will agree with you, but we will have to stipulate that our definition of mad is too So we had these huge armadas of these Star Wars ships. And it was at such a time that we were not very busy early in the morning, and we'd get these huge, like, wars going. We, we would work 6 to 2.30. Yeah. So by the time 7.30 rolled around, we might add four calls. Yeah. So... And just the looks that our manager would give us, he would walk by and he would stop and just look with the look of like a disappointed parent. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, the and now, cubicles. Oh, it was. I wish I still had him. Cause, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh good times. We <laughs> we would laugh so much. <laughs> Did women come anywhere near the department? No, no, no. no. Well, there was one, but we had to talk about her. <laughs> right. Yeah, she. I all I know about that girl was is she worked a six six o'clock shift. She had five kids, and she came in there and she looked like a model every day. And I was like, she's got to be getting up at two in the morning to get ready like that. Like that's insane. And then there were some that looked like they just rolled out of bed. <laughs> That's kind of my general look. Yeah, well, I just want everyone to always think I was just in bed right before they saw me because I'm just that luxurious. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Yeah. We uh, we had a good time though, man. I, I I don't miss the work. <laughs> no. But I do miss the the, the, the fun times that we always. The had absolute there. endless. We were just Se- Seinfeld, Tombstone, <laughs> Armageddon, the endless quotes. I, the best story, hands down. And, and Dyer shut it down because he's a killjoy. He didn't have any fun. Plus, he was the boss and he had enough. Was, you know what I'm talking about. I think so, but. And it was your fault. Yeah. Because you started off. He comes out and tells a story about how he went to Verizon and the Verizon guy complimented him on what a nice number he had, what a nice phone number he had. And he's like, it's the weirdest compliment I've ever heard. Yeah, so it's the dumbest thing, right? So you walk so, into a Verizon store and they're trying to pull your account up and they ask you for the number. Yeah. And, they, and so you tell them, you know, hey, yeah, da 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 And the guy just stops, dead serious, looks you right in the eye. That's one of the best numbers I've heard. And I, that, that, I mean, that's really easy to remember. I mean, you know, so obviously this guy's had some, you know, feedback. You know, sure. customer, you know, connect with your customer kind of way. But I'm just sitting here thinking, what in the hell are you talking about? I mean, okay. It took me four days to memorize it. <laughs> so, yeah, so I come back and I tell this story, right? So, and I go, I could totally work that into a call. Because we were at a call center. I could totally work that compliment into a call. Oh, wow. And my... You know, Chris is like, no way, no way, you can't do it. I was like, I'll bet. So then we're going on, and I somebody calls up, and I think I'm going to start to do it, so I do one of these to notify him. I'm like, I start banging on the desk, right? And I start to say it, and I just start laughing. i got to mute. I can't get it out. I'm laughing so hard. Well, then at some point, this person had a phone number that was, like, super close to mine. So I go... 
<laughs> I said, wow, that's a really nice number you got there. And he's over there going, God damn it, I can't believe it. <laughs> so we get off the call. And uh, Chris goes, I said, all right, it's your turn. And we had been we had been talking about G.I. Joe cartoons earlier in the day. And I, I right said, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you have to work in. Because at the end of the show, they'd always say, and knowing is half the battle. Right? Yeah. They give a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said, you're going to have to work that into a call. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> it wasn't five minutes. <laughs> I think I even, like, punched right. her in the arm. Somebody, she had must have said something like, oh, now I know how to do that. And he yeah. goes, and no one's half the battle, ma'am. And I was like, God damn it. No <laughs> so way. That's pretty, that's pretty fluid. Right. That's pretty smooth. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then Joel's across the way from us, right, our other buddy. And I go, Joel. You have to do your call at least one sentence in backwards Yoda speak. <laughs> okay, 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 I'll do it. And then Killjoy here walks out of his office and he's like, he's he's practically in tears. And he's like, as much as I'm enjoying this right now, you guys cannot do that. So, <laughs> so I think you got to tell just a little bit of, there's a little bit of a prequel to this too, like where that Verizon story came from. Is because you know you are trying to make a connection with somebody that calls you, right? You're trying right. to you know you're trying to interact with them, you know, at, at their level. And so one technique that I used, and you didn't get the opportunity very often, but you know you would part of the authentication process was usually to ask questions and look at like their birthday, their you know their, their personal information. Every once in a while, I could get a call from somebody who's you know their birthday is today. Sure. Right. And so that's where this whole thing started, like you know just recognizing. You know, holy cow, today's your birthday. You know, thank you. Look on your birthday, that's fantastic. You know, so and I would just go over the top. So we did this is just all this thing of building off of this. And, and then these two idiots, you know, decide. And, I, and, and you know, it's interesting, right? And it's, and it's funny, and you know, you got to make your workplace enjoyable and all that stuff. But I just see this going in a really bad path. <laughs> oh. And, and really, I, my biggest concern is. You know, when we're all at court later, <laughs> somebody, somebody says, well, you know, how did the sexual harassment start? Well, let me tell you about this story about this manager that I had. And I went to Verizon and had this really nice uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, And I'll connect the dots from yeah, there. Yeah, It'll be fine. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, there was, a, there was a point to where we just had to say, you know, let's, let's take this down another path. I know, I like it. It's got like a... Uh, <laughs> Super Troopers type of vibe. Yes, yes, Super yeah. Troopers, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's funny because eventually we all started kind of working from home. And even though we've been friends ever since, I, I have not worked at that location for 11 years, I think, probably, yeah. Still broken so, three different candy drawers and stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because they're not in office. Pay attention to the store. Let's say they didn't break them at home. Um, but you just, you, you get relationships like that and friendships like that. We go have dinner all the time, we go have lunch. Uh, you know, we'll banter back and forth all, all day long. Um, it's just very good friends. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, in all seriousness, Chris, I've you know, known you a long time. When you call on the, when did you start? 2003. Okay, so. I, I think I, two days in, I, I erased some dude's data. On his, on his PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was fired that I, day. I remember Three that. days in, I thought I was fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to be honest. Like, we're coming up on 20 years, and I, I can't tell you. I, mean, I told you this personally, but, you know, how much you've grown as, as a person. And how, you know, I just, I've, I've seen you evolve, and it's been my pleasure to know you. Uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, 
that means a lot because uh, I always thought you were, you were somebody to look up to and, and uh, to get your approval means a lot. No, well, it does. It, it doesn't mean. Well, I'm sorry you're. Uh, I'm sorry you're standing. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You fucking achievable, but yeah, I know. But now I. And, and Chris is the same way. I mean, I. I you, you, it's hard to say sometimes that you have really good friends, and uh, I'm truly blessed in my life to have really good friends. So, I, uh, I was not advised that this type of conversation was going to <laughs> You didn't prepare your statement? I did not prepare my statement. Uh, he did, however, write a song. <laughs> no, it's an interpretive dance. But sadly, it's more of a skit, really. We'll not see it. Right back at you. I'll take it. I got it. No, all right. I'm going to say this, uh, and I've, I've never told you this, and I'm not going to be able to look at you while I say it. <laughs> so, I can never look at him. Okay, so. I'm going to sneak in here. Uh, when you got married to Stacy, um, during or after the reception, at some point, we were kind of out in a little mid- middle area, just kind of you and me just kind of yeah. talking. And I'm not like a. Like a friendless hobo. I mean, I got a lot of friends. Right. Not maybe not a lot. I got some friends. You, yeah, you got good friends. I got, I got some friends. And uh, hey, show me the money. Somewhere. Somewhere. Um, and at some point during that conversation, you said to me, "I value your friendship." First time in my life anybody has ever actually Apparently it is for you. said oh, I that. Know, but it's yours. All right. Thank you. Um, and I think about that a lot, and uh, I feel exactly the same. Well, it's, it means a lot to me. So, a lot of trials and tribulations, and uh, it makes it a lot easier when you got to be friends and talk to them. The irony is not lost on me that as Chris D is telling the story, how the wait staff comes up and says to Chris, Chris S., Hey, I have this show me the honey for you. <laughs> Which, which, is, my which is a honey drink here, yeah. It's, it, really, it really is like the equivalent of a dog, you know, taking a shit in a, in a video where a guy's proposing or something. And one right. time, Chris is going to say right, something that's nice right. to me, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it gets interrupted. Yeah, so, which is fantastic. Right? Yeah. Well, I say we take a break, let's have a drink, and then we'll come back on. How's that? Why is, your, why is your drink smoking? It's a smoker. Uh, it's a smoke show. It's a smoke show. Yeah. What do you think of the drink? Dude, I had a diet coke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they look really appealing, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not in a, not in a position to uh, partake in that at the moment. So yeah, fair enough. I'm not a big drinker, so fair enough. It smells great though. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's what I actually smell. smells I like. I smelled that up at the yeah. bar, and I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, it smells smell. like barbecue pit, which you know I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Right? I know. We need to get that barbecue. We, we do. How many barbecues do you own right now, Mike? Uh, Not enough. Two, two really, and I have a, a like a big flat, uh, flat top griddle, grill too. So and that, Man, that thing is legit. I love really, mine. Are, it, are, it is great, right? And really, that's all you need. I mean, I, in my opinion, I you know, yeah. it's, it does everything I need it to do. So I smoked some mac and cheese from the Super Bowl the other day. It turned out pretty good. It looked pretty good. I saw yeah, it your picture of it. Good. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I like doing a smoked mac and cheese. Yeah. It's pretty simple, yeah. and that smoker held its head. I, I've got the old school, with some wood and some, some charcoal in there. And, yeah. Sometimes uh, those are the best. Yeah, and yeah. it held its temperature in the cold, and it, it, did a, it did a pretty good job. So. Yeah. All right. All right, let's take a break. All right.
This podcast of the Tailgate Society is sponsored by Revelton Distilling Company. When Rob and Christy Taylor started following the Kentucky Bourbon Trail in 2012, they fell in love with not only bourbon, but the entire distilling process. So they opened Revelton Distillery, where they offer a family of products including vodka, gin, whiskey, and Revelton Shine. Come visit the Tasting Room at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or pick some up at your local Hy-Vee or Fairway grocery store. Well, welcome back, listeners. I hope you enjoyed. I assume I think we're throwing a, a Revelton ad right into that, that ad space right there as well. That's right. Um, now that I finally got myself a drink and I'm enjoying the smoke show, uh, the presentation was fantastic. It brings you the smoke in a, a flip-top bottle so you can let it get to your level of smoking before you pour it in. I love a good smoke cocktail. It reminds me of barbecue. Yeah, it's it's kind of unique. I, I, I had not had it before. Uh, I had it the last time I was down here. Um, really great smoky flavor. And uh, I mean, I've not had a bad drink here, honestly. So even the, even the blackberry bramble, which I got made fun of, it's not very manly drink. But I like blackberries. They're good, they're good stuff, man. I mean, you drink your face. You have it. You you can drink whatever you want. I'm, I'm married. Not, I don't have to impress anybody anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed to impress her. Um, <laughs> we're really happy again, once again, for the turnout. I can't believe how busy it was in here. Right? The number of faces that came to support us, we appreciate. But the, just the number of people from... All around the community that come into this place. We got a chance to talk to Rob about the break and talk about how this has become kind of an everyday place for people. Yeah, uh, we're going to bring them on here in a little bit. Christy's pretty busy behind the bar, so she may not be able to come on. She's, she's, been, she's been busy all day. Yeah. So, but we uh, we have a former guest that uh, came down and, and wanted to hang out. Was, was uh, dumb enough to come back. Yeah, huh? that's right. He ended his sobriety for the month to come down and have a drink. So, that's yeah. Nice. Congratulations. This is my first drink in over a month. So. All right. Well, good deal. Well, Sean Roberts, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. I was telling Kaylee, I go, I was like, do we have anything going on on the nineteenth? And she's like, no, I think we're we're pretty open. And once you get done with your show in the morning, and I was like, well. I was like, I, I have a place that we need to go to. I think we need to, because, you know, I I have a, I really like to go out. If I, if I have nothing going on, like, and I don't have to go to an event or I have a game that I have to be at, you know, for drink or anything like that, I want to be able to go out and support guys at one I like, two that also, like, have a love and passion for what I get to do on an everyday basis, and that's what you guys do in podcasting, and I want to support that, because I also know, outside of the radio side of things, doing my own podcast, what it is like to host an event, and like you were talking about earlier, Chris, like, man, I would love and I didn't know who's going to come, who's going to show up, and it's just one of those things, like, to me, if you can... If you're if you're hosting an event like you guys are today, and this is effing phenomenal, like this is we we pulled the parking lot and go. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, all right, 
I, I thought I was going to hang out, hang out with my guys, and all of a sudden it's a, it's a it's an action-packed bar. But but honestly, to be able to put on an event, like you can get one person to show up, that's a win. Like that is a win. So for what you guys have been able to pull off today, like someone that knows what this is like and the pressure that you feel, even though you're like. I do a podcast, like whatever. But like, when a company puts faith in you guys to bring people in, that's all you think about. That, that's that's what was amazing when when Rob came to us and asked us to do this. I was like, man, we would love to do that, you know. And then you start to go, I I, I don't want to disappoint Rob. I don't right? want that you to think I'm thing. bringing like five hundred. That was my here. thing this morning. I told my I told my wife this morning. I said I don't necessarily care that like I'm not doing this for the clicks or for a bunch right. of people. I'm doing it because I enjoy talking to Tim. Right. I'm having fun. And what's nice is bringing on people like Teddy Holly. Yes. Teddy's podcast about being able to learn what he's kind of went through. And like I said to Teddy, him and I had kind of a kind of a weird thing happen on Twitter at one point, but then we patched that up. And he's a great guy. It was nice to hear his story, his success, right? So that's why I do this, and that's why Tim does this. But I didn't want to come down here and disappoint Rob, right? I, Rob and I have been friends for 30 some years. We went to high school together. I mean, we would sit in study hall and just laugh and, and goof around. And for I, I, I mean this when I say I'm really am just so happy for his success, right? It, there's a lot of people that are jealous of people, and I, that's that's the least of my I, I'm. I can be more oh, I'm proud. Jealous. I'm very jealous of him. Well, yeah, right. well, that's because he's a lot taller than you are too. But, uh, um, but I just finally you get to make a shot. I know, right? I know, right? I'm, I'm ten. I'm an hour in. It's my first shot at him. Uh, I just didn't want to disappoint him. Right? Uh, and it means the world to me that you came down because uh, I respect you and I and I respect what you do. Um, even though I'm disappointed, I didn't get your co-host. Uh, slot you gave it to Jared, which I guess well, he's a lot more. He's a lot more. Not, uh, not, official. <laughs> not official. I'm just saying. I'm lobbying for that. Yeah. No, I'm, just I, I'm just saying. I can't record from my basement. <laughs> Tim and I's dream actually would just be able to hold the the Cyclone Pollen show after football games. Yeah, I think that I feel fun. you know. But see, like this the is the Cyclone beauty. sound off. See, I think that's what we need. <laughs> but see, like this is the beauty though. Of what what the world that we live in in 2022 can do is you guys. Don't have to work at a KXNO. You don't have to right. work for an iHeartRadio. You guys want to do a, a, a Cyclone post game show? Yeah. Shit face drunk? Do a Cyclone post game show? Ted does that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there, there are no. In the, from a media standpoint, it's like the wild, wild west. And it's cool. Yes. It is cool. And I love, and this is why I'm, again, so supportive of it because. I have such a love and passion for what I'm able to do. Right. I get to do it on the radio, and that's awesome. But what I really found that I loved doing was being able to turn microphones on with some of my best friends. Right. And to just talk about life. And I, if two people listen to it, if one person listens to it, guess what? I get to sit down in front of a microphone and just talk about life. Yeah. You know, and it's not everything it's not everything that you get to do on an everyday basis. So to be able to do stuff like this, and man, I Chris, I know your stress of people not showing up. I can't tell you how a couple years ago when your name played Iowa State and I hosted that watch party at the exchange yeah even though I knew people would show up like in the back of my head I had that fear of what if it's just me and my friends right right yeah. like but at the same time then I go well it's just me and my friends watching the pool game right, <laughs> right yeah you know but then you get 50 to 70 people show up and you're like oh shit yeah like right. 
I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, I, I told Stacey, I said I made these shirts and hats. And I was like, I almost don't want to make them ahead of time and just let people order. But then I was like, I don't want to do that because I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck with it. I think we're going to sell them all. I, you know, but you well, I'm, just, buying, just I'm a, buying the next. I already yeah, told you I'm buying It's just those things where you're like, you just never know, right? And I can remember. It's a hard business, or not yeah. even a business, but like a hard process, passion yes. and process yeah. to have because yeah. you know that you can make some sort of money off of it, right? Right. But you also don't want to disappoint the people that are giving you that. Yes, yeah. And I, I can remember when you started yours, and I thought, initially, I thought, this was the old man in me. I'd be like, who the fuck's going to listen to three guys that I don't even know? Right. You know, talk or whatever. And then I listened to a few, I was like, Holy shit, that's pretty fucking funny. You get wrapped and, you know, up in everyone's yeah. life. And man. I've had and I've had people come up to me and say, you know, I don't typically listen to a full podcast, but when we first started, we were talking about Taylor, my daughter, and or some other things and just personal stuff. You know, my friend Mike was like, I listened to the whole fucking thing because I was so wrapped up in just listening to the story, you know, that you you fall in love with it, and whatever else, and then you start bringing guests on and and things like that, and then you listen to other people's stories, you know, and things like that. That's kind of what it's, it's all about. Yeah. So, you know, we've been we've been pretty blessed. Well, so should we should we release the the name for May? Because we haven't released it to anybody. I mean, I'm going to say it whether you say yes or no. Yeah, that's how you say it. I'm afraid to jinx it, but I, this is a pretty good get. It's on the calendar. This is this is a this is a, a man who uh, he doesn't do a lot of these. He doesn't do a ton of these. I mean, he, he's he's great with media. It's uh, not. Go, I'll let you, you can take a guess. I, I was gonna, is it Matt Campbell? It's not Matt okay, Campbell, but okay. you're close. Yeah, you're not far off. It's Jamie Pollard. You're getting Jamie on. Jamie Pollard's coming Jamie on in Jamie May 11th. Come on the morning rush, but you got. Yeah, I'm I, kidding. I'm kidding, no. Jamie. <laughs> no, no. That's I, awesome. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, was he, he's particular about who he talks to. Right. But, you know, it's, we're, and I, as I told him when I emailed and, and I said, we don't really want to bring you on and just talk about Iowa State. We'd like to talk just to you about, about what it's like to be a father to a college athlete that you, you know, and what, you know, where you came from, what you did. I, you know, I think a lot of people don't know that kind of stuff. When we had you on, you know, we could have talked about the morning rush and, 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 and the pre-game show that you do, which is amazing, you know, in the strong Star Store. But we talked about, you know, some of your struggles with, with, with some things that you were going through, yeah. what other people might go through and things like that. I yeah. think people are interested in you're, 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 you're terrible sports fan loyalties. <laughs> You know, but, 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 I think you're talking about the White Sox, right? Because you're a Twins fan. <laughs> but honestly, though, man, like it is the beautiful thing about doing this stuff, and you're able to talk about life, and you're able to talk to people. And, it, and here's the other thing: when, you, when you're doing like the podcast and stuff, what's the worst that someone that you ask come on says? No, that's that's how I feel. Like right, like you have. Right, I'm over here sitting talking to, talking to George the English, right? Messaging each other like, yeah. hey, you want to come on the pregame? And, and obviously it didn't work out today, but like, what's it going to hurt me? Like, I know George, so that's a little right. bit like, yeah. I have my in, but yeah. Is that going to make our show even better on a Saturday? Yeah. If George can do it, that's great. If not, what? I'm not going to hold it against him. But it's 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 never going to hurt to ask. So, yeah. Like, getting Jamie Pollard, like, because most of the time, what I've learned, are people going to say yes, because why? People like about themselves, about themselves yes. right? right? And 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 it's not even that it's an ego thing or anything. It's just everyone has their own story. Everyone yeah. can relate. 
to some, if not all, the things that people are going through. Yes. And sometimes it takes, you know, you talk about like my mental health stuff and like going to therapy and doing all that. I'm such an advocate because I know there are people out there that are afraid to admit that they need yes. to go see a therapist right. yeah. or whatever the case is. So if I can have that effect on somebody to say like, it's okay, man. Yep. Don't be scared. Yeah, like, and someone, I can't, because I can't tell you how many people have messaged me on Twitter. Like, I would say probably over 15 people. Like, hey, I'm seeing a therapist now because you talked about it. I, I and, and it means the effing world to me. It means, it's, it, it meant a ton to me that, that we talked about that when you came on, because that is something that I have tried yeah, but it's not like, and the thing too is like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I had, I had all, all these issues, and I'm my hands battling so many inner demons. It's no, I just need to fucking talk to Hey, how's that? You know, so, uh, oh, right there. So, speaking of that, I got a message from a guy. I, I don't even know who this is. He sent me a Twitter message. I'll leave his name out, but this is what he wrote. He said, hey, Chris, this is out of the ordinary, and it's probably not okay to unload on you, but I've been following you for some time, and you seem like a very uplifting and positive person. So he and I thought, you shut your mouth. <laughs> he said, I haven't really had a father figure in my life, and I noticed you were a father, and you probably have great advice, and I'm just going through a lot, and there isn't a lot of people that I can turn to. And I spent probably a half a day. He sent me this message at... At, at like 2.30 in the morning, one morning. Um, and, you know, I just sat and messaged him. And I was like, this guy needs help. You know, this guy needs somebody to talk yeah. to. You know, and it made me feel like I was doing a, a service to somebody. Regard, You know what I mean? It's just, that made me feel good. You know, because I would want somebody, if my daughter, who I love to death, and my sons needed somebody, I would want somebody to do that. Right. You know what I mean? And for you to say things like, you know, you just send an email or whatever. I remember the day that Dan McCartney said he would come on the podcast. So I love Dan McCartney. Right? Yeah. Stacy and I went to the to the outlet mall and we were walking around. And I, I hit my usual shops and then I'm done. Listen, honey, you go do what you want to do. There's a chair here. I'm going to sit in this chair. I'm going to scroll through TikTok, right? Right. And I'm sitting there thinking, I wonder if Dan McCartney's on Facebook. I wonder if I send him a message. So I send him this message. I'm sitting there, and five minutes later, my phone dings. Hey, I'd love to come on. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? That, just, that, that worked? <laughs> that like, one, are you fucking serious? That, that one still doesn't make sense to me. That's one that, you know, I mean, some of the names that we've, that we've been able to have on that, that not just about Central Iowa. Yeah. Uh, not just about Iowa. You know, Marcus Fryer, certainly John Foster. Yeah. I would like to talk to Marcus Fryer. I got some things to talk about. Well, I'll tell you right now. He'll come on anytime. He texted me just the other day after the Iowa State loss. Out of the blue, he texted me. He's like, bro, what is this shit going on? And he's probably like, give me and, a microphone. And no, he oh, said, yeah. you know what he said? He said, with NIL and things like that, if they put me on that staff, you wouldn't believe him if we could have that team. He is he is begging to be part of that staff. That, that he's sad, right? Yeah. I mean, because he's he's been through the ringer as a lottery pick, and been through everything that he had to go through, and he's still extended his career as yes. long as he did. That, right. He's, he's savvy, and smart, and a lot of fun to talk to. I'll get you a hookup. You can get him on a Chantra show. You can ask him about his bullshit. I would love to talk about the bullshit. 
Chris mostly used it to justify that he was cool for riding the bus. Right, right, because my wife seems to think that riding the side ride bus is not cool, and and Marcus Pfizer said it was. So. Wait, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll if, take Marcus if, if Marcus Pfizer's doing it, you're good. Right, yeah. So. But yeah, Dan McCartney to me was the next level. Just because the man is a nasty These two, he's yeah. not a nasty boy. He's coming out and we're going to get the answer. Thank you. Personality. Yeah. Right? He's not just a raconteur, he's like a personality. He's going to own whatever he's He's kind of a immediate person to the screen. Right. There are times, man, there are times when you, when you talk to somebody and you talk to somebody and you're like, okay, this interview is, this is like pulling teeth with somebody. And then there are times you just let them know. You, I, you know, it's funny, like, you talk about interviews, like, we talk to Tim Arnold all the time. I yeah. the Iowa Ask him one thing, he'll go 15 minutes on. You might get two questions in yeah. a 15 minute segment. But that dude just goes. And but those are those are the, the best those ones. Are the best ones because yes. then you just you just let them take it. Yeah. Let them take it. And um I had a friend that was in a band and they got on a tour and he was doing a bunch of He said, I hate doing it. The thing is I can knock out four interviews What I do is I just get on there and talk until I'm tired. Yeah. 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 No, this is uh I I love I love supporting people like you guys because this is it's it's cool to see people I was telling Kaylee this on the way out I like supporting you like people like you guys and, and just in general because you have such a you have a love and a passion for it. You're yeah. not doing it just to get famous or yeah. you're, not, you're doing it because you just want to try something different. And, and do something cool. Right? And it's it's not, like, to your point, it's not about being famous. I remember when we, Stacey and I went to the Vegas trip for the Iowa State game. Um, I had a dude, we were standing in line for beer. And this guy standing in the other line, he keeps pointing at me and waving. Pointing at me and waving. And I'm with my good friend Ryan, and I was like, I don't know who that fucking dude is. Like, I have no idea. And he, he's got a big beard, and he's got this open Hawaiian shirt on, you know, with his hairy chest hanging out. And I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue who that guy is. He keeps waving at me. Um, so we Chris get our like, beers. Chris is like, you got to, like, step up. Right, yeah, you know. I'm in, I'm in Vegas. I'm, right, right. I haven't slept in two days. Let's do it. <laughs> so. So we're Stacy and I are walking around pretty soon. The guy walks up to me and he says, "Hey." In hindsight, that was probably pretty creepy. He's like, "But my name's Jordan. I'm, I follow you on Twitter. I just thought I'd let you know. I know who you are, and I thought you were really cool." And so, that sounds like a and I, threat. I know right? who you are. I know, but I know who you are. I know one of those deals here. where you're like, it's not that you're famous or anything else. It was just. You made a connection with somebody, whether it's through the podcast or through Twitter or whatever. That happened the entire weekend, you know. And my wife was like, "That's weird. Like it's, that's crazy." Chris, it's one of the weirdest things, man. Like I, 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 it's it's still like pinch me type stuff. Like yeah. I'm out for when, especially I can't tell you. How many times leading into a game, or even like before the game starts, or even sometimes during the game, how many listeners will come up to me and just say, "Sean, I'm listening every morning, man. So you're killing it, here. or you're doing this." And, it's just, and there's a part of me that gets really upset about it because I want to sit there and talk to them. Yeah, I never want to be that person's like, 
like give away right, yeah. like, I, I want to I want to connect with them I want to thank them because that stuff means the absolute world to me right. like if I'm at a wild game and I'm walking on a conference and someone goes Sean turn around and say hi like for me I, and I tell Kayla this all the time because me and her have lots of weird shit and I'm just like I never want to ever, 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 ever see my kind of big to say hi to somebody, get to know somebody, talk to somebody. Because without that said person, I don't get to do what I do every day. Right. You know, yeah. like without all the listeners and advertisers two years ago, I'm not on the radio anymore. That's right, yeah. You know, or I might be, but not here. Right. You know, so and this is where I want to be. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I feel almost like it's. I, I have to thank them, not them thanking me for being on the radio every day or whatever I do. I have yeah. to thank them because it's without you guys. You know, I have nothing. It's what kind of the same deal. Like, but it, it's it's a weird feeling. It's a really weird feeling when people start noticing who you are and you go and you know when Kaylee started dating me, she'd be like, you know, I have no idea. You know, I think I'm not a baby but like sometimes you can just kind of yeah. Yeah. I was I have no idea. That's the other thing too, is like, I feel like, and part of it is why I'm the way I am is I feel that so many people know who, the people that introduce themselves to me, they know who I am and what I'm about, but I have no idea, you know, and I want to get to know that person. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, this was Appreciate awesome, man. You guys, uh, you guys killed this. This is badass. Well, I'll see you Monday night in the Chantra section. Yes, the, if you're uh, listening breaking. to this, when is this getting released? Yeah, I'll release it tomorrow. Okay, if you're listening to this, Chantra section at the Nap Center, Drake taking on Indiana State, buy your tickets, $15, you get a drink ticket, and it's something Nap Center t-shirt. I need a fat man's t-shirt. Man. What size? What size? 3X, I gotta have a 3X. I'll, I might have to reach out. Uh, okay. I'm a tent maker to help get him. Dude, that was <laughs> unnecessary. I might have to reach out to I'm my friend. I'm as wide as you are tall. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you guys hey, so man, much. Thank this you. is awesome. Thanks for coming out. This is awesome. Nice meeting you. Uh, we're gonna bring on. Uh, we're gonna bring on a listener. Oh. He wants, he wants to hammer you about something. Okay. All and right. then we'll bring on Robin Christie. How's that? Okay. I think that All sounds right. great. Hey, Dave. Oh no, no, I want you over here. Come here. Didn't you say something about you just wanted to see how tall Tim was? That's all I <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make fun of Tim, you're welcome to come on. Come I, over here. I only came over to see, to meet you, Tim, and really see how tall you are. <laughs> you get not, so much grief. I'm not. You, you get so much grief. Yeah. That's no, but I'm a much more handsome in person. Didn't you see he's wearing a booster seat and everything? I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to see what's in your shoes. What kind of shoes? <laughs> you have the elevator shoes on. I should. You know, I... I come from the land of Prince, and so I, I should probably figure out how to wear some of those. Oh, that's your car out there. I kind of wondered about that. Yeah. That purple, yeah, yeah. That purple car? No, there is a, there is a, a Prince bumper sticker. That's not actually mine. It's, it's a borrowed car. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you, Dave, for being such a loyal listener. Oh, no problem. Yeah. I appreciate Dave it. Dave has know. sent us some questions. He sent us a couple questions for 
with Coach McCarney, and uh, and uh, he's always been a big supporter. So. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. You guys do a nice job. I listen to you on some of my runs, or maybe in, in the mornings as I'm getting ready for work runs. or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you, like exercise I, put, I put on my special shoes. <laughs> Sometimes, like, like people do it when they're not being chased. Oh, like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> With, like, pitchforks and torches. We're robbing a bay. Yeah, those yeah. other things. I, I don't know what that is. Excellent. Well, I... Thank you. I, I hope we give you motivation to run. That that, and I wanted to make sure... Are you guys recording this time? Yes, or? we are. Yeah, we had a little issue a little bit ago. We had about a five-minute panic. We thought maybe it didn't record, <laughs> but we saved the file. My so, my IT expertise came into came into play. You're good. So I'm only here to give you guys shit. That's all. Well, that's all right. Excellent. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what we need. So cool, man. Thanks for coming nice down. To see you. Yeah. Thanks, nice, nice to meet you, Tim. Nice to meet you. All right. Well, I think it's time to bring Rob uh, Rob on and uh, yeah. get Christy. Uh, I see Christy behind the, behind the bar there. I'll have to get Rob on here a little bit. Why don't we, yeah, why don't we so, take a little pause here, grab right. ourselves a drink, and we'll do it. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're the alcohol side. We're, we're brewer and distiller over here, so you guys can be intellectual all day long. You guys win. <laughs> You are throwing in the towel, too. I, I know, but I, I like to drink a lot, so... <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, in case you could not pick up, listener, we are now uh, excited to be joined by Robin Christie Taylor, the proprietors of the fine establishment that we are in, the beautiful space that we are in. Thank you guys both very much for letting us come here. Oh, my God. And bring our dog and pony show on the road. This place is great. You guys have been so hard to control here. (laughs) We appreciate you guys coming down. Everybody looks like they're having fun, which is what we love to see. Yeah, well, it's easy, too, in such a great environment. I I just can't rave enough about this place every time I come down here. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I I did not know what to expect coming down here. Uh, We have a lot of... Uh, small craft distilleries in the Twin Cities. They each kind of have their own little vibe. I did not know, it's been a while since I've come down to OC. did not know quite what to expect, what the vibe would be, because you are close to the in a rural environment. So you must have everybody. You know, it is fantastic. We get we get all walks of life. We get people who um, have never been to a distillery, don't barely drink spirits. They're wine drinkers or beer drinkers, and they come in and want to try spirits for the first time. And it's it's nice that we have something for everybody. You know, drinks to suit all people's tastes. But we want it to be an environment where it's really cool and it's something different. Um, and it's it's really kind of sparkly and neat, but yet it's not formal. You can come in and be casual and just be yourself, but yet it's a really cool environment. The couches, I mean, I feel like we're just sitting at like a, a dining room table more than anything right now. The community seating, just the way that it kind of forces interaction, frankly, to people too, which is really fantastic. Yeah. yeah, this this is all Christy. I mean, this is the speakeasy feel. It's simple but elegant. And the cool thing about it is, just like today, and you'll see it almost every weekend, You, we have local farmers that have just got done chorn cattle. As long as they take their mud boots off at the front door and come in, <laughs> everything's good. And then we've got people from Kansas City and Minneapolis and Des Moines and Omaha that come out here and that are from the cities. And you we have people sometimes that come down here with suit and ties and formals. And when anytime you get an opportunity to 
let those folks intermingle with people that they normally wouldn't intermingle with, cool things happen. I mean, we haven't had a bar fight yet. Uh, but, uh, but give on, it time. Yeah, give it time. I mean, we, we've still got another minutes, so Tim and I no, might fight I was going to say, that, that kind of describes uh, our podcast. Simple <laughs> and elegant. Right, right, right yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. For those that don't have uh, access to a camera, I'm apparently simple. So I, I'll tell you what uh, we haven't talked about before is, is I messaged you a couple weeks ago. I said I was going to bring the, the boys down. And you were like, yeah, we're family friendlies. You have root beer, you have homemade root beer, root Absolutely. beer you guys do. So, you know, if a couple wants to come down and have a drink and they have some kids that want to come down, it's not an environment that you can't bring your kids in. That's right. It's um, a cocktail room, but it's not a bar bar. Right, yeah. You know, you can come in and we, we have meat and cheese platters, but people are welcome to, to bring food in if they want. And that way you can sit and relax. And, yeah, your kids can be here. We do root beer floats and fun things. But we want people to be able to enjoy yeah. and not be able to, I can't come because I don't have a sitter. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. No, that's the other one of the other cool things about about this place, and it when people come down here for the first time, as I'm sitting on Tim's side, as the on the brewer side. Um, unfortunately, the law in the state of Iowa currently says that the only alcohol that we can serve at our distillery is the alcohol that we make. So, um, if somebody wants a beer or they want a, a glass of wine, we can't provide it. Um, and people are a little, how can I put it? That they when they walk up to the bar for the first time and they're like I, I you know I don't do hard spirits well, well you know what that's okay we I mean you're not drinking whiskey straight right. most of the time uh, I might once in a while because that's what I'm paid to do but um, but what we found is a lot of craft uh, beer people when they're put in a situation where they have to try a cocktail down here. We find a cocktail that they absolutely love. We haven't had anyone yet that says, you know what, uh, there's nothing that you make that I like. Um, and Christy has just done such an awesome job of letting people know, hey, if we ever could, uh, if we ever fix you a cocktail that you don't like, bring it back to the bar. We'll make you something else. We want to make sure that people have the opportunity to find something that they enjoy, just like in craft, uh, craft beers. Um, not everybody's an IPA guy. But you've got all kinds of different stuff there that when you can find the right flavor palette for people, they're like, this stuff is awesome. I really appreciate on your menu, Chris has a menu right in front, yeah. that you've kind of segmented it more by the style of drink than you know, sort of kind of dial in on what am I looking for and what do I want to drink. What kind of flavor are you looking right? for? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're right? looking for more whiskey, you're looking for more vodka, and, and then you can choose more boozy, little less, a little lighter, you know? you you got a variety. Sure. People like to be creative, too, and that's really fun for us. Somebody will say, can I do this, but maybe make it spicy, or can I do this, but less sweet, and, and, and we, we let people play, right. you know, yeah. and really be creative. They're like, can, can I maybe try... And then we come up with all sorts of fun things. Yeah, I don't think I've had the same drink every time I've been in here. I've, I've had something different every time because it, that's just part of the experience. I'm going to try something different every time. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and it's, I've not had a bad one yet. As a matter of fact, my next drink will probably be with Chris's drink. So, and, and I'm not normally a gin drinker. But I, can't, I can't tell you how many times we hear people say that. And Christy, because uh, she's the gin girl and I'm the brown spirits guy, um, Christy's the one that makes all of our gin here. And... The, the feedback that we've had on people that have tried gin for the very first time, Christie's American Gin, Citrus Ford, Juniper Light, and then and then our evil plan, our 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 uh, our nuclear uh, 
device is the uh, mulberry gin, which doesn't taste like gin at all. Um, but it's just got a tiny bit of juniper in it, just enough to call it gin. Yeah, and I think that's what I have gotten most people to try. Is I, I is the mulberry gin uh, the mulber- mule the mul- mulberry know, mule I, yeah because it's super easy to make it yeah it's not something you can you can really mess up and when we've had people over that's what I've given them and it's really gotten me like, wow I didn't, you know, I didn't expect that that it was going to be that good so kudos to you guys I, and, and I will say that I've said it privately and I can say it whenever I can I can't be more proud of the success that you guys have had and the friendship that you guys have with me. Oh. That, uh, it's just, you know, some people can sit back and look and go and be jealous of people's success. And when I see I'm my friends, right. you guys have figured <laughs> that out, right. Because yeah, Tim's yeah. shallow oh, and yeah. he's I'm from Minnesota. He's so, petty. Yeah. He's shallow and petty. But he's not only from he's not only from Minnesota. He's from the cities, man. Right. He's from the cities, right? Nah, he's like the, he's the, he's the, one of the coolest brewers I've ever met, though. And, and, and How for, many of you, those of you met? Uh, well, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> from Minnesota, a only a couple of them, but but uh, but to have you know have have somebody of Tim's uh, caliber and experience walk into a distillery. I mean, it, sometimes a distillery can be as intimidating to a brewer as a, as a brewery can be to a distillery. And but the cool thing is, is that if we can figure out ways to work together. Oh my God! Is there are all kinds of incredible collaboration that can be had between yeah. distilleries and breweries? So yeah, you know, like I've been lucky enough with some of those distilleries to find a way to repurpose barrels, share them back and forth. Absolutely. Oh yeah, some exciting opportunities for you guys to do things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned the challenges with the laws that Iowa has challenges. Absolutely. I would love to be able to, to do that. My favorite, my favorite days of the week are when I get to go to friends' brothers. Oh yeah. Or, you know, get to work with someone else on a project. We have two different collabs that we're at right now, on, and some of them, there are like three or four breweries involved in these collabs because we just love learning. Yeah, absolutely. Sharing what we're doing. We used to have when I was uh, when I was in the legislature there there used to be a law in the state of Iowa that um, uh, craft breweries and home brewers could all get together and they could they could try their stuff but that couldn't be taken off of anyone else's premises and uh, we changed that law in the state of Iowa because it was ridiculous I mean when you, anytime you have a, a a collective of distillers or, or brewers that share ideas and collaborate oh my god do amazing things happen and there's so many alcohol laws today that are so antiquated and all post-prohibition stuff that it really is amazing how like for all of the other progress we've made in this industry how much prohibition yeah still dictates because it's not we like to like in, in Minnesota sometimes people are like oh this is a puritanical like, no, it's all about money taxes. and which tax dollars right. spent where, right? And I'm not going to go on a political diatribe about how tax money is or isn't allocated. We all know it's haywire. But it makes decisions that, at the end of the day, impact the end consumer more than anyone. Because why wouldn't I want to share? If you and I 
You brought this up a while back about some of the restaurants uh, that that carry our product, and then uh, there's a distillery right up the road from us, uh, Iowa Distilling Company, owned by Kyle Doyle. Great people, um, phenomenal little tasting room. Yeah, the other the other distilleries and breweries in Iowa, we'd love to, to showcase and have you know guest taps, right? And and be able to showcase other other really fantastic Iowa products because there's a lot of really good ones out there. And, and right now we can't do that, but hopefully one of these days. But you go to a, bar, a lot of bars and restaurants in the Des Moines metro area. They're using some of our our Revelton stuff in some of their cocktails that they've combined with um, Iowa Distilling Company uh, products. But we. But Iowa Distilling Company can't emulate it, and Revelton Distilling Company can't emulate it because we can't we can't uh, cross over with each other's products. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's it's funny. I mean, even things like you know, if, you, if you're a, a bourbon drinker, you like a Manhattan. I can't make a Manhattan here. I can't use vermouth because I don't make my. I mean, I could. I could make my own vermouth. I, I, no, I, but, I, I, thought, right? I thought about that when I came in here. I am a big Manhattan. There you go. Yeah. drive you to drinking, wouldn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd much rather leave the, the seltzer to you guys and distilling make it a clean product and it down uh, we, for me to waste my time. I don't want to talk for the industry, but I don't want I don't want the responsibility of seltzer. <laughs> well, well, neither do I, and I will talk for the brewing industry. So. <laughs> we can let them do their own thing. There you go. Um, we have really loved it's just uh, super awesome. I, I, will, I will tell you guys, I, I told Stacey this morning, I was like, you know, I've been pushing it hard on social media and so on. And any chance I get a chance to tag you guys in the distillery, I do. Thanks. Um, but uh, I was a little worried we'd come down here and we were going to look like fools. Uh, well, these are all our neighbors. But, <laughs> I mean, whatever. It makes it look good. Right, exactly. You guys, you guys brought a serious crowd. But you did, man. I, I well think done. We did, I think we did bring a nice crowd. You did. You did. And, and again, if it means that they're going to keep coming down here and seeing you guys, whatever, it's all, all the better. So. And dude, you two next uh, sitting next to each other, like for the first time ever, you, you guys are you, know, you look pretty damn good. Yeah, we have not talked. You about almost this look is, professional. This is almost. <laughs> well, I'll have you know, Dan McCarty thinks we're professional. He did. He did. Not that we haven't mentioned that seven or eight hundred times. <laughs> if Dean McCartney is going to call you a professional we'll on your it. podcast, yeah, that's like, right. I'm going to get that tattoo. 
I mean, that that man is a media darling. He knows right? He can talk to anyone and suddenly turn into you. This well-spun yarn that everyone is engaged by. Because the guy has folks of charm and no nonsense. And, and he knows professional when he sees it. <laughs> yeah, Although he, I guess, wasn't, he wasn't on camera with that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Well, but I, I have one question for Tim, though. Yeah. What's it like being a Minnesota Nate that wears Iowa State garb up there in the cities? So I tell you what. So... Um, Iowa State is actually really loved up there. First of all, we have like the third highest population of Iowa State alumni. Like, whenever the alumni association puts out their map of where alumni settle, they settle up in Twin Cities. Uh, second of all, uh, Gopher fans hate Hawkeyes. I have I've been I I've been at a Gopher football game. I've been playing like Air Force and Iowa Iowa State games. So it's like that KU Iowa State thing going yeah, on, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to a KU yeah. Nebraska game, and in the middle of the game, Iowa State was beating Kansas State, and I got hopped by strangers. <laughs> <laughs> that was crap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It is, but you know, because Ames to, to Minneapolis is a three hour drive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The pipeline is. Yeah. I, I was up there a few years ago for the Iowa State uh, Texas game, and we were in this random bar at the uh, at the Mall of America, and there was probably five or six groups of Iowa State guys in there watching the game. When the uh, fans just watching the game. When the alumni club of Twin Cities puts a game watches, they don't put on a game watch. They put on a game watches. Yeah, there's three or four bars. It is. It is really nice. Uh, you know, a city like that. Um, yeah, it's it's a cool city though. Yeah, it really is. I love it. It just it's been seven years. Christy and I are foodies, and uh, we always love coming to Minneapolis and uh, going to Hell's Kitchen and listen listen to Ted's story is uh, unbelievable, man. If you ever have an opportunity to talk to him and his wife, they're they're awesome. You know, you know, man. I got I was having a very lazy. Sunday and I had I didn't know that was a thing, but now yeah. I, uh, it is well, a thing and it is brilliant. Hey, I tried wow. that this morning. Uh, just don't. <laughs> just don't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it gets real quiet real fast. We so. were, uh, I love your eggs, I don't want the sausage. Oh fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's it. Oh. See, yeah. you talked about being professional, and then you get you open the door and let him come in and just blow it out. Do, do you not remember? I mean, he's not changed in uh, 30 years since. I've got we've, more gray hair. We've, we've, I'm yeah. losing mine. I, Thank I God I haven't yet. But. I walked out the other day, and my ring doorbell went off, and I looked at the video, and I was like, holy fuck. Who is that guy? <laughs> and I looked at my wife. I said, do I seriously not have that much hair? And she's like, didn't want to say anything. It's... it's it is what it is. I was <laughs> my my daughter. I've got a six and a half year old daughter. And she was watching some some Disney whatever, and there was some kid purporting to be a teenager on there. And he caught the camera from the back end and he had a bald spot, and I was like, oh, like when I put my hand back there, it feels really full. Like it feels like a lot of hair. It should. And it's, I worry about. It. And it's not. It's, it's tactile really abilities. Not, right. right? So how long have you guys been High school. Freshman yeah. year of high school. Really? Yes, 1985. And yeah. how long did it take 
you to like him. We don't have enough time for no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, oh, we're still waiting on that to happen. Yeah. No, no, we, we were, we've been friends a long time. We were, we were, we were friends in high school. Started dating in college. So, yeah. Did you guys go to college the same place? Or no. You didn't? No. Right? No. 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 Because no. no. that portion, I've kind of lost track of, right? Good. Like after high yes, school. Yes, good. That's good. That's fine. That's fine. I think everybody yeah. should maybe lose track of a couple of yes. years. Yes. Oh, no, I you know, agree. It's really okay to set that aside no, for a I'm, while. I'm There's you. a series of unique decisions made between my freshman and sophomore year of college that I would not like to readdress again. Uh, Same, but I will go ninth grade to about, like, yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. I, there was a period of time where I'm not exactly proud of the decisions I made. So... You know, and maybe if you can't say that, maybe you just haven't had enough. You've had a boring life. I, I, what we now call wisdom, you know, I, experience. Yeah. yeah. I called it an adventure then. The, the now worst, it's now it's like, what the hell? How, the, how, how do you still live? The worst conversation I ever had was after middle of sophomore year, I had been removed for grades. And I remember going home. Been removed. That's the most passive right. I'm like, where's Chris from right. study hall? Right. <laughs> uh, this was in college. Okay. And I went home. And tail between my legs, and my dad had been paying for school. Oh my God, your dad! Yeah, been oh. paying for school, right? Oh, Out of man. his own pocket. And I thought, man, he's gonna be pissed. And all I remember was we were sitting at the kitchen table, and he said, "I always thought it would be me that would disappoint you, and not the other way around." Oh, him, oh. that was the worst. Oh. That was the worst dagger to the heart you could ever get, right? Yeah, that's that all. Before and it still that's hurts all he had to say, and I was like. And I, I tell Caitlin this to this day. That moment on, I swore up and down, I would never, never disappoint him. And, and you didn't. Turn me around. Man. And, and turn me around. Yeah. You know? And your dad was a good man. Took my responsibility serious. I never borrowed another dime from him for money. Yep. If I couldn't make something work, I figured it out. And that was the best That was the best discussion I'd ever gotten. That's awesome. So, he was but, real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? And yeah. He, was, he was being honest. I mean, he was scraping money away. He was running his own business. He was paying that school. And he always, in the back of his mind, thought, what happens if there's a semester I can't pay his yeah. tuition? You know what I mean? Yep. And I look at that now. Yeah. So, it is, as Caitlin's over there mocking me. I was going to say. Right? I was going to say. I've raised her well. Yeah. I thought she was making, like, uh... Shadow like puppets. shadow puppets and no, stuff. No, she's no. It's her international symbol for dad's running his mouth. Nice. Uh, dad, so, just like you, dad. Thanks, Mike. This is we'll what see I do when I'm I want to just like congratulate you guys because I've seen so many couples go into this endeavor of opening up a place of brewery or distillery or whatever, and all of the time and effort and energy and passion and all of that that goes into that. The fact that you guys are sitting at the same table right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it helps that we 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 have a lot of stress sex. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, well done. Uh, I'm gonna bring that up to speak. Stress. We should have that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, man. Look, you, uh, there's one of the biggest hesitations that Christy and I had in starting this business is that we've always done our own things and never had to work together on a daily best uh, basis. And you know, those that know us, uh, we're both A-type personalities. You know, we have, 
here's why it needs to be done this way and my way and the 13 reasons why it needs to be done I that way. I don't know what you're about. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, 15 minutes of stress sets. But, um, but uh, this, this whole project has been a 10-year, 12-year project in the making of going from dreams and ideas to then learning how to work with each other. And, and getting into some pretty passionate disagreements and some arguments. And uh, we have one guy that works for us, and I won't name him, but he's like, you know, watching you guys work, um, it's really messy sometimes, but but when you get it on the other side of it, oh, my God, the coolest things happen. And <laughs> oh, totally. So, yeah. Oh, totally. I um, healthy debate is good. I, yes. I work for a brewery. Hashtag stress sex. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, we'll and, put it in the title. Yeah, yeah. I know. No, I know you're a professional in Ames, and you, you, you're not. You, Don't worry, nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> we're two, we're get two hours into oh this. Oh my god! Get out of it. Yeah, now, so. but no, I worked. I worked for a brewery where it was a husband and wife team, and there was a part of that sometimes where uh, because there's always there's always office politics, there's always power dynamics, but when you work for a married couple. Oh yeah. You, you guys may or may not yeah. always see what that does to your staff because they also go, hmm, I don't know that I'm going to pick a side yet. Right. You don't know who the mom or who the dad is, but until you or like you like don't make me pick a side. Or you know what side you're on, but you're afraid to take that side. Yes. Because I I've had that like we're on either. And they should come, and they would be butting heads, and they're both trying to get you to do X, Y, or Z, and they're conflicting instructions that you're getting, and they're... We actively talked about that stuff before we started, of knowing, yeah. hey, you know, that people could be put in those positions, right. and we don't want it. Right. We, I mean, not consciously, anyway, and then if we figure out, oh my gosh, that's starting to happen, we, we like pack up the truck as fast as we can, and go, oh, we can't do that, can't do that. Because it's not intentional, but it could right. happen easily without recognizing One it. of the so, dynamics that, that I, when I worked for my dad, so when you work with family and whatever yeah. it is, is, is sometimes those those completely non-business discussions that you have outside of business filter in to work. I can't yeah. tell you how many times... Yeah. This isn't I got, about payroll, is it? Right. I, yeah. I can't tell you how many times Dad fired me from the store for something that happened outside of the store. <laughs> yeah. But he was still pissed off about it, you yeah. know, yeah. a day and a half later, and then I did something at the store, and then I was fired. Now, usually I got hired within a half an hour because then it dawned on me. I was doing all the shit, and he'd actually have to do something. I'm going to kind of need you, Chris. Right, right. Yeah. You're not fired. Come back in here. Right, right, right. Please, so, please, please. And there also has to be, though, like, it's one thing to say the buck stops here, but for you guys, there's the buck stops here and here, or here, or here. Or nowhere. Or, or yeah, or yeah. nowhere. Or right. everywhere, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that that uh, we, we try and divide and conquer here a little bit because there's so much to do. But, you know, this tasting room in this area, this is Christie's space. And um, and I, I do what I can downstairs. And, and while we both... You should shut up because she's done a fantastic She has, yeah. absolutely. we got a great team, though. Yeah. No, 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 you know, I don't do it by myself, neither does Rob. I mean, you guys, you guys know. You, yeah. It takes a team to do anything really wonderful. So and, we had a fantastic team. And Christy and I both believe in the philosophy of being candid and, being, and, and having open lines of communication, whether it be good, ugly, or otherwise. And we've... We've told our staff to do the same doggone thing. If there's something eating on you, you need to talk about it. Talk about it. Uh, don't bottle it in. And if, yeah. if we've done something that's pissed you off, tell us, and we'll tell you why we did or didn't do it. And uh, 
and and will listen to you about why why we hurt your feelings or why you were upset. I mean, it's a team. It's a family. Right. Good, ugly, or otherwise. I'm not a good Good, right? ugly, or otherwise. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which are you? I'm otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And who says you couldn't be politically correct? That's right. <laughs> well, it looks like you guys are going to have some entertainment tonight. You guys do stuff every Saturday night, Every right? Saturday, uh, we have live music here from 4 to 7. Uh, we don't, uh, except on New Year's and Christmas, uh, when we have a big holiday event, we never charge cover charge. And uh, we just want to get people down here and relax, have a good time, bring their families and uh, and relax with us. Perfect. Yeah, well, guys, we cannot thank you enough for hosting us. This is something that Chris and I, I you know, always been in the back of our mind for right. you guys to invite us down to, to do this. We're super excited to do a lot more uh, of events like this. I let people find your space and, and, and enjoy this and relax. It's been nothing but... It's been a blast. Right? It's been a blast. Yeah. Um, what else do you kind of want our listeners to know? Anything else you want to plug? Talk got anything about? coming up in the summer? Are you guys going to do anything in the summer? Well, we got a great uh, live music on St. Patrick's Day. All right. Just saying, we'll be here St. Patrick's Day night. Perfect. Jesse and the Medicine Men, and that yeah. will be fun. We, we always have our summer music series that usually starts about May. We always have. Um, I mean, planning for the future. Fourth uh, of July weekend usually is very big here, um, and then. Again, if there's people out in the industry that are brewers or distillers and they want to visit, or there's people that have restaurants and bars, uh, part of the reason why we cook uh, in, in the distillery our bourbon or a rye mash bill on Mondays is so people could come down and experience and partner with me and help make it and, and help learn from it. And I can learn from them. Well, I'll tell you what. When we're done here, I'll introduce you to Sean Roberts. Yeah. He's, uh, he's on the pregame. But he's got a good friend, Teddy Hollywood's Beer Can Alley, and a couple of restaurants up in town. Yeah. Maybe we can get you hooked up and, and, and meet him. I think that'd be that'd a be great awesome. No, I, the biggest thing for us is thank you guys for uh, helping us and plugging us and being such huge Revelton ambassadors. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough for what you do for us. Well, I'll thank you for this, but I'll thank you guys for your friendship. It means a lot. Amen, Same brother. Here. Right. Same here. Thank you. Excellent. Um, well, boy, Chris, I kind of feel like we have reached the end of this podcast. I mean, I'm not, I'm going to have a really great time. I'm having a good time here. This place is fantastic. Um, live music is setting up, so probably a good time for us to, That's right. to, to call it a day. But, uh, um, um, Christy, again, this has been so much fun. I did not know what to expect. I drove down to Central Iowa last night. You can say it. you were a little apprehensive. I was, I was, I was too concerned. I didn't know what I was walking into. Like I, I brought a whole tote of things, like to be prepared. I didn't know, and this is far exceeded any expectations. It is a beautiful space, wonderful, just. Eclectic group of people, which is fantastic. Uh, the cocktails are excellent. Very happy that you guys had us here. We will be back very soon. Uh, Thanks a million. Thank Appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Thank you very much. So, with that, uh, you all have listened to a very special edition of Old Man Strength. That sound like we're on the Hallmark Channel. The Hallmark Channel. <laughs> lifetime. Lifetime. Oh, li- lifetime. Lifetime. 
Uh, a dog shot my face. No, that, that's a lifetime merch. Now we get to go on a tour. Now we get to go on a tour. I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, we would bring you all along, listeners, but I don't think visual media works very well on our podcast. But this has been Old Man Strength, the podcast of the Tailgate Society. I am Tim Johnson with Chris Shipley. Please find us at strength underscore old, and we will see you guys next time. I don't want to get on the bandwagon. I'll burn that wagon down and join the band. Traveling troubadours terrorizing street corners just to try to get some supper in our hands. Now I waited all my life to get this off my chest screen bloody murder until someone understands That it ain't about the money, the drugs, or the women I make this noise just because I can And we'll all join in